This episode of Spartan Up is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Ensure your body gets the nutrition it needs. Athletic Greens has a special offer for our listeners. Just go to athleticgreens.com Spartan, and then when you place your order, they'll send you a free travel pack with 20 individually wrapped packets. That's a free offer just for our listeners. Welcome back to Spartan Up Podcast. Today we are in Boston. We've got Joe, we've got Sephra, we've got Tim, Johnny, Marion, but we're going to take you to Vancouver, where Joe sat down with a few people uh, a couple weeks ago, and um, uh, one of them was Brian Scudamore. Brian Scudamore, uh, there's an expression, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Brian Scudamore has created a, on its path to being certainly a billion dollar empire. And, uh, and he's an awesome guy. Yeah, really, really neat guy. This interview, I love this. I love how simple and straightforward he is about how he turned a trash junk removal business into a massive empire that is exploding beyond anything you could have imagined. There's also another little secret I learned about Brian and his business, but I'm going to save that until after you watch the interview. Cool. We are here for Spartan Up Podcast. Brian Skidamore, did I have that right? Brian Scudamore. Scudamore. Um, 1-800-GOT-JUNK. You got it. Which, how long have you had this company? Had the company 29 years. Jesus. Started it's 18. It's an overnight, overnight success. Yeah, yeah, these overnight success stories sure take a long time. Yeah. Uh, right out of high school, yeah. was one course short of graduation, looking to build uh, you know, not, not a big business, but something that was going to pay for college. And I couldn't find a summer job, so I was in a McDonald's drive-thru. I see this beat-up old pickup truck with plywood sides filled with junk, and I'm like, that's my ticket. 700 bucks, bought a truck, 1-800-GOT-JUNK was born. Did, did you finish college? You know what? So I, I learned more in three years of college while I was running my business. I learned more about business running one more yeah. than school. Yeah. So made the bold decision to drop out. Wow. The bold decision for me was all about a conversation with my dad. He's a liver transplant surgeon, so Mr. Academics. Sure. And I had to sit down with him. I go, Dad, you have a seat. Got some good news for you. I'm going to get in the junk positive. business. Well, I was already in the junk business, right. but I said, I'm, I'm quitting school to do this full time. And he said? He said, you got to be crazy. You know, finish your degree. Right. You got one year left. And I said, you know what? The business opportunity might not always be there. I'm going to stick with my business and see what I can do. And I can always go back to Are university. You happy? Does it bug you? Are you happy? Oh, I'm, I'm thrilled. I love it. Right. I mean, I, the only diploma I have is kindergarten. I didn't finish high school. I didn't finish college. <laughs> Doesn't matter. And it took about 10 years for my dad to say, hey, Bri, you know, I'm Good and all that kind of stuff. He would tell his friends he was happy. And then it... I think all dads do that. Cause my dad, every, every, my, I think I do it with my kids. My yeah. dad uh, used to do it with me. I'd never hear him say, hey, good job. You yeah. hear it through the grapevine. Yeah, it took some time, but now we're mutual admirers of each other. Nice. Yeah, it's good. And, and that expanded beyond 1-800-JUNK. So now you do? Yeah, so 22 years of building a business, we got it to, uh, what are we today? $305 million in revenue with wow. 1-800-GOT-JUNK. But wow. then we said about five years ago, what if we could take our call center, our booking and dispatch software, our marketing, our PR, and, and parlay it into something bigger. And so really it's about, I believe everyone should be able to be an entrepreneur if they want that opportunity. So sure. we've created this franchise program where people can come in. We sold out a 1-800-GOT-JUNK in Canada, United States, Australia, so we had to create more brands. Huh. So under this O2E brands umbrella, ordinary to exceptional, everything yeah. we're doing is about making brands exceptional. We started Wow One Day Painting, where we paint people's homes in a day. You Move Me, a local moving business, and then Shack Shine, Windows, Gutters. So they all work together. I mean, it's, you know, sure. it's a home service business that 
People it's need to remove junk, they need to paint the house, they need to yeah. clean the windows. Yeah. How do you paint the house in a day? Can you paint a room in a day? That's an easy thing to wrap your head around. Right. You know, you put one person, two people in a room, boom, done. Uh, same thing with a house, it's a numbers game. Right. You got eight rooms, you put in anywhere between eight and 16 painters and they don't bump into each other. It sounds crowded, but it's not. And there's no rush, there's no compromise in quality. And so the company, I bought the company after being a client. Sure. And this whole wow one day, I mean, I was wowed that someone can get it done in a day. Why, you know, what's that TV show Murphy Brown where the guy would move in for forever while yeah. he was yeah. getting painting? It was just like, no, Ridiculous. it shouldn't be that way. We could do it in a day. Yeah. And, and headquarters here in Canada. In Vancouver, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So most of our business is in the United States, 87% of the business. I was born in San Francisco, mm. moved up here when I was eight years old. And so definitely love and uh, do business in both countries. So you're, you, you've crushed it. Congrats. Thanks. Um, listeners out there, viewers out there are saying, how do I do that? Right? How do I get motivated? How do mm -hmm. I not trip over myself? Like, what, 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 thing, what takeaways from 20 plus years of doing this would you, would yeah, you give us? 29 years, for me, the biggest takeaway is these things take time. Right? First thing you said is, wow, overnight success. Right. I mean, it took me eight years to get to a million in revenue. Right. A lot of people doing what I did would have given up along the way. It's too hard, it's not sexy, it's junk removal. Right. But I stuck with it until the point that I could systematize it, franchise it, and scale it. I couldn't have franchised 1-800-GOT-JUNK after a year or two. Sure. I was still making lots of mistakes. So it's taking the business after eight years, and you know, we do a million dollars a day now wow. uh, on our busiest days. Sure. So it's... I think just knowing things take time. Everyone, you know, we're what millennials and everyone wants results now, right? Just sure. one click, boom, make things happen. We're in an Amazon type world. Um, I think it's important to remember, at least for me, that it, it takes a while before you can get that momentum. Winston, Winston Churchill said, uh, never, never, never give up. Right. Right, but most people give up. Yeah, and you give up too soon. You give up just before that hockey stick kind of inflection point. point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like health and fitness, right? Sure. You know, how many people give up after, okay, it's, the day to give up your New Year's resolution because right. it's too hard. I'm done. Not doing yeah. it anymore. Yeah. yeah. So relentlessness. What else? Uh, belief. Belief in a future vision. So I know tonight one of the things I'll probably get asked by Cal is uh, the concept of the painted picture. I'm a big believer. So in 1997, eight years into the business, when we hit a million, I did almost give up. Right. And I said, I don't know if I like this business. I don't know if I'm, my business isn't as big as other people's businesses. And I wanted, I was competitive at the time and a lot of ego. And then I said, okay, enough negativity. I don't have the brains. I don't have the cash, the high school education, whatever. So I wrote down on, on paper, one sheet, double-sided, what the future would look like. Not could look like, hope it would look like, but what where it was going to go. Right. And I called it the pain picture. And I said, we'd be on the Oprah Winfrey show. We'd be the FedEx of junk removal, all these things. We'd be in the top 30 cities in North America. All those things happened before December 31st, 2003, the deadline I gave myself. Nice. Because back to the lesson of belief, if you can see it in your mind and actually lock onto that picture and go, yeah, I can do that. You committed to it. You wrote committed. it down. Committed. Even, right. if, even if I didn't know how to get there, right. I could see the picture in my mind and my mind started to make decisions based on getting me there. Third one. Third one. Free press, power of free press. Uh, the Oprah Winfrey show, yeah. you know, that was us calling up the Oprah show over and over nice and over saying we've got a story to tell. Right. Every entrepreneur on this planet, everyone watching this podcast, they got a story. Sure. If you're trying to build a business or trying to build a cause, whatever it is, go out and tell your story. We're yeah. in the storytelling age, media, sure. social media, hey, tell stories. I like it. Oh, I, got a, I got a crazy junk story for you. So um, dad's in the hospital. He's uh, 
he's dying basically. He's got a heart attack, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. he, he has a warehouse that he's losing because he hasn't um, paid all kinds of bills. Yeah. Right? He's going through really tough times. This is early 90s. He rented um, some space to some less than clean guys that are doing metal business and junk mm -hmm. business in, in Long Island. And apparently the city, the local city, is now going to come down on him while he's in the hospital, while he can't pay the bills in the building because all this junk is there. So I, um, at my expense, have to get a bunch of machinery and uh, garbage containers to come and start to clean this thing up. Mm. As I'm doing it, the guys who had rented the space show up. Yeah. And they see that the metal that we're getting rid of is worth money. Right. Because you get paid on metal. Yeah. And they whisper to the, one of the truck drivers while I'm loading equipment at my expense. I have nothing to do with this. Right. Um, hey, we want you know, the money you're getting for each one of those containers. I lost my... I drive over to their brand new Bronco truck and I crushed it with the backhoe. <laughs> crushed it. Nice. Continued <laughs> to do the work I was doing. Yeah. They came back about three hours later with six or seven guys and they beat the shit out of me. I mean, baseball bats, the whole, the whole thing, um, which led to a- This is a true story. True story. Which led to a, um, a sit down, which, which uh, would occur in, in Queens or Brooklyn, where, sure. you know, the boss from this. And, and my dad whispers to me from his hospital bed and he's like, um, he's like next time you leave, Two weeks later, you go, you burn their house down because you don't do it in front of them. Like, <laughs> so that's the kind of neighborhood. Gee, wow. I, so you need 1-800-BURN-THE-HOUSE-DOWN. <laughs> Holy crap, that's a good story. We are in Morzine, France right now. Uh, it's absolutely unbelievable. We're on a gondola going to the top of the mountain. So, Johnny, I see you got your athletic greens with you. I do. He's Have quite you, the athlete. Do you drink it straight or do you mix it? <laughs> we'll mix it with... Do you well, drink, drink it straight, Colonel? I, I, I don't know. No, I, mean, I, drink, I mix water. it with some or, orange, orange juice, juice or any yeah, other sure. kind of grape juice or anything. You know what's funny? I actually drink it with water. And other ones I've had to do that with, I've drank greens for years. And there are a lot of them you do have to put it in like cranberry juice or something to make it palatable. This is actually really nice. It's funny, Andrea this morning, she was looking for it saying, you know, where's my greens? Like, like I'm looking forward to this, not I just right. have to get it in me. Yeah, okay. well, no, I mean, it's like anything else, right? Once you get used to it, your body's, right? Boom. Yeah. And I think You're our looking body, for it. I think our bodies get spoiled by this. There's 75 raw natural mm -hmm. ingredients, and it's it's everything you need. Like, you're really, it's a very complete supplement. So I, I think that's true. Like, once you start taking it, your body gets used to it and wants it. Yeah, there's dandelion in it. It's really good for your liver. There's uh, chlorella and spirulina, which is like algaes. You can be um, an Algerian. <laughs> and then because an Asian, because, Asian. no because it gives you oxygen and it oxygenates your blood so now that we're high up in the mountain elevations we need a little bit extra oxygen in our lungs so yeah, uh, we are high up here we're about to get off the gondola at the top of Morzine France oh and, I see uh, wild lupins and I found wild ribes red currants which can, is probably can you throw them in there <laughs> yeah so that's what I do I usually take things I forge and I find and that's what I throw into my little Athletic greens. Well, you, don't you, spice it up. you don't need to. You don't even have to forage with this. Yeah, you know, buy originally local. For those of us who can't be bothered to forage. Go forage in your kitchen cabinet <laughs> yeah, exactly. for we, a packet of athletic greens. We forage right. as far as the uh, fridge, and we're all set. So now, now we're all set. But now our fridge is in France. So <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. We're cutting you off. Here. <laughs> no, that's it. Good. That's it. We're, we're coming into the day. Uh, Cheers, we guys. Get off. We're coming to the top. we got to get out of here. This episode of Spartan Up is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Ensure your body gets the nutrition it needs. Athletic Greens has a special offer for our listeners. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash Spartan, and then when you place your order, they'll send you a free travel pack with 20 individually wrapped packets 
That's a free offer just for our listeners. That was awesome. You like him? Yeah, I loved him. So there's, there's a part of the story you guys did not see, but, but the audience saw. And I want to fill you in on this. And, and I think it's uh, somewhat cathartic that I got this root canal. And so old memories are coming out. Yeah, the, 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 quick, the quick background there. We're, do, we're doing a couple of uh, podcasts today. And Joe arrived straight from the dentist, having had a root canal. And so if you're watching this and think, what's going on with Joe? That's what's going on with Joe. He's, but, he's, he's overcoming an obstacle. But, but in fairness, I didn't need the root canal. I just wanted to do something like our guests talk about, like just push, <laughs> push limits. Yeah, yeah. Right? Just see what sure. it was like to deal with pain. In, so, fa- in fact, we're going to be a- introducing that at all Spartan races from now on. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> who wants to go to the next level, there's a sprint, super beast, and then beast with a root canal. <laughs> <laughs> so back to your story. Back to your story. All right. So I'm 20-something years old only because you guys haven't seen this yet. And, um, and my dad uh, is, is having all kinds of financial troubles. He's in the hospital. He's dying of a heart attack. And there are a couple of guys that are in the garbage business, like Brian, that he has given some space to next to the warehouse. Fast forward, and the town is coming down on my dad while he's in the hospital dying, while he's losing his warehouse. He hasn't paid uh, rent. And they want this thing removed. So I simply do what any normal person would do. I call the guys and I said, hey, listen, you got to, my father was kind enough to let you use this place the last two, three years. It's time you go. And they were like, no, we're not going. So, um, so I decide with my guys, I was doing construction at the time. We're going to go there with some heavy equipment. You have and to we'll, remind them where you grew up. Where are we? We grew up we? in Queens. We go there and I'm going to clean this thing up quickly at my expense because my dad's dying, right? I got all these emotional things going on and, and real things going on. So we're cleaning this thing up and it turns out with garbage, Brian didn't talk about it, metal. Yeah. You actually Snow get money. paid for metal, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And this was early days. You're talking about early nineties at this point. Anyway, I'm cleaning this whole thing up and the guys show up, the guys who had been using the land. With metal you're, stealing their, you're stealing their copper <laughs> well, wire I'm, in their mind. I'm thinking this is great. They're going to help. Now this is, this is camaraderie. We're going to work <laughs> together. No, they want the money for their metal. I hear this. I'm already wound up because I spent all this money uh, to do this. My dad's in the hospital and I can't help myself. It's one of those things that happens. You saw an opportunity wasn't even an opportunity. It was like a switch that went off my brain that I couldn't control. And so I drove over to their Bronco and I crushed it with the backhoe. <laughs> but I didn't mean to. It was just like a reaction, you know? Yeah, sure. And um, I didn't kill anybody. Like plenty of guys <laughs> in prison with that story. I didn't kill anybody, but, but um, they left. They scurried out of there. Yeah. And three hours later, while we were still cleaning up, they showed up with a lot of people yeah, yeah. and baseball bats. And, I knew it. I knew um, baseball bats. And I, bats and, and I took a beating that night. And it made it, a root canal look like a walk. You know what? I think the root canal is actually worse because when your adrenaline's going and you're in a fight like that with like, anyway, I don't know why we went off track and I told you that story, but um, no, because you mentioned because it, it was, you mentioned on the video and, and we didn't see it, but Mar- yeah. Marion said that she thought it was great and, and wanted to keep it in. That's fantastic. But but the junk business could be a good business in Brian's oh, sure. case. It's it's an amazing business, almost well, a half a billion what, dollars. Well, in you know, in addition to the business itself, the business of business, that was what I found most interesting about this. You know, he talked about um, he uh, was just about done high school. And he started this business because he couldn't find a job. He just started as a as a summer job kind of thing, and then decided. He was going to keep going with this. His dad was an academic, wanted him to go to school, a doctor actually. Right, doctor. And, and he, uh, he said, you know, I learned more doing business than I ever would have been a business program and um, has gone on to create this empire. But I, I laughed how you, uh, he talked about 29 years, you called it an overnight success and you guys had some fun with that. But the idea that um, something he said that I just want to make sure people picked up on because he said it kind of quickly was there were so many times when you think, is this worth it? What am I doing this for? You know, it's not overnight. It took him eight years. He said eight years till they made a million dollars. Now they make a million dollars 
every day. They do $350 million well, a year. For the audience out there, and then for you guys, chime in here. There's a common theme amongst the 200 podcasts we've released, whether it was uh, Barry Hearns with Matchbook yep. or uh, any of the wimp female mountain climbers or Elizabeth Wheel, and, yep. and right? Like, they just don't quit. Yeah, yeah. sure. Right? The adaptive athletes, they just don't quit. Yep. And so there are certainly times in life where you're supposed to pivot. Yeah, yeah. sure. Right. But, but um, and that's, for me, that's the hardest thing to verbalize to the audience is like, because I don't know, like there's yeah. no formula for that. But, yeah. but the other part of the not quitting is for most of these all of these people I think that you've talked to it's combined with the vision right so they are not quitting because they are trying to get someplace or to do something or achieve something a lot of people who are just in a salt mine just working it's not their vision they're working right. for somebody right. else yeah, sure. right so that's it's fair. it's much easier to quit when you don't you're not invested right and you're not bought in and well, you talk about that in some of the podcasts about how what you could actually it'd be easier to quit what, what do you talk about when you say um I'm screwing this up here, but true north. No, 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 no. But you say it'd be easier to just to quit and walk away. If you didn't, if you get back to yeah, your yeah, corner yeah, yeah, and you yeah. put everything in. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, yeah, no, no. Once, once you burn the boats, once, right. Yeah. Once you burn the boat, the bridges. Once, yeah. yeah, yeah. The no, bridge, no, 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 yeah. that's right. Like I, in Vermont, we, I had a good, um, uh, case study where we started a bunch of businesses, the farm, the wedding business, the general store, et cetera, even a, um, yeah. outdoor foraging business. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> What I found happened, I thought you could just find young people. I make about a million dollars a day off that <laughs> I thought you could just find young people that were really passionate, that wanted to do this. And I would take away all the obstacles, right? Yeah. I would take away the mortgage payments and the, the struggle. And I think what happened after looking at it for 10 years was actually it's the mortgage payments and the struggle and all those things yeah. burning burning the bridges. Sure. It's the responsibility. That's that what you makes going. you succeed. Well, there, there's, yeah. an, there's an interesting analogy to that. And it's um, some of the kids who struggle the most after they're born are the ones who come out by cesarean section because they don't go through that squishing, squeezing process, that difficult oh, birthing process. That's true. And they say that that birthing process and, and the... the you know the the stress it puts on the baby is actually very that. good for it, and so so yeah. So I've never heard that Johnny, but that makes I, sense. I, I, I'm going to check sense. that with makes the right. No, 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 no. It makes sense. I, I'm quite certain about that. That that yeah. that, that, that 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 tough path out and being yeah. squished and crunched and everything else is actually a very important part of it. And so the ones who um, who don't go through that. So like you say, you, you took some of those birthing pains out of these people, their businesses, and, uh, and you know, not to say the Russians, the they take them right and throw them in cold water. Yeah, so I was just thinking, so I, if you I, get your kid and put them under I, a rock I, I for a take, couple of I want to take something Tim said and, and expand on it because um, a really important part about this podcast, you talked about that vision. He actually really expands on vision and he talked directly about having at one point in his business saying, what the hell am I doing? Why am I doing this? If I'm going to stay at this, I really need to get crystal clear on why I'm doing this. And he wrote right. down, we are going to be so successful that we're going to be interviewed by Oprah. We are going to be in X number of countries. He actually mapped it out and he wrote it all down and he looked at it every and day. And wrote a due date. Like, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and then he had a day that it was due by. I was going to say, he talked about the, the power of the free press, right? And he just kept going after. Yep. Over, kept going after, going after, going after until he could finally get on that kind of show. And then it opens but, up. But he made like it happen. Like Martha he, Stewart. He, he, he made it happen. He visualized it and made it happen. I, I, um, I don't know if you remember, we interviewed Nate Carr, yep. famous yep. Right. wrestler, and he had the reverse where in his mind he would actually write, he'd, he'd visualize the negative, right. write it down on a piece of paper, yeah. crumple it up, and throw, throw it in it a away. fire. Sure, yeah, yeah. Right? So now we have the two sides of that. So you have two pads. Yep. One pad where you throw away the things, the other pad yep. where you write them down and, and deliver and, them. And there's something to be said for that. I, in, in, um, retreats I've done I've had people write down all the regrets all their um, anxieties and literally drop it into a fire and stand there and watch it no, burn no, no, it's no, very you powerful you can't breathe in that smoke because that smoke has super bad energy well, they, in stay it. Stand been, uh, they stay stand uh, no I'm <laughs> telling you hey, I've been it's not written on plastic this is paper that's burning it's paper 
paper. It, trust me. That's Nashville trust burning. Me, do not breathe in that hey, smoke from those fires. Speak, speaking of burning, let, let's, let's, let, let's go back to 1-800-GOT-JUNK for a minute. Yeah. Okay. So, so this guy, he creates his business, starts yeah. with one little truck. Yeah. Um, he said he said it took him several years for his dad to say, hey, I'm proud of you. I think you're doing a great thing yeah. here. Um, but they're now, I, I love this, that he, he said we came up against another hurdle. We'd sold every possible franchise in Canada, the U.S., and Australia. I guess we're out of the out of the, the franchise business and he said no we're not at all we're just about to get into the franchise business and he realized that all 1-800 got junk actually was was a platform for him to build a business and he said we are now in the business building business and he wants to create a million entrepreneurs I think he said and the idea is so they said okay what, what else can we do they bought the uh, the paint your home in a day yeah. they're franchising that um, the moving company franchising that the, the the gutter removal and there's something to be said for that and Joe you know with uh, with Spartan race you've created a system and a brand that is being licensed around the world to different markets and um, and with something like one it heard got junk or with something like um, uh, Spartan race it, there's something to be said for creating something so powerful that you can then empower other people to succeed with it talk about that yeah so so there's nothing more inspiring for um, an entrepreneur I'm sure or any of us is when somebody I, I sorry I'm slurring <laughs> my, my mouth is not working well from the root canal but um, watching somebody else take that blueprint and run with it right yeah. mm -hmm. and um, and but I mean everybody's done it. Starbucks has done it. McDonald's has done it, right? They've all they've all done this. But for us, it's a little more rewarding because it's like this is really purposeful and healthy, and we're doing yeah. we're doing some really uh, cool stuff. And so to watch it get stamped out around the world in Slovakia, Hungary, uh, you name it, um, has been amazing. I don't know if I answered the question. No, sure, sure. No, but but the idea about um the the why, and he talked about his why. And, and Got to have a why. And his his why now is no longer about moving junk. His why is about creating opportunities for entrepreneurs. And yeah. he, he's, he really is in the business of franchising entrepreneurship more I than like anything. It. And I, I like what he said that it's not a glamorous thing. You know, actually, my mom's father um, grew up when we was growing up in Worcester. We've been a couple generations in the country, but he started a rag business. Why? Because he saw that there was all this extra cloth and all these extra rags that were being used. And before they had those Home Depot process cleaning rags that you would use, you would basically use that to recycle all the fabric. And so um, that's what my mom's father did. And it was super successful and started out really small and then got really big. And there's a lot to be 1 said for 1-800-GOT-RAGS. 1-800-GOT-RAGS, <laughs> yeah. I know, it's, right. a, it's a gypsy's dream, uh, dream industry. With that. But, with that. <laughs> Sever, take us away. Take us away. Another man spills. Yeah, thank you, Jerry. Go to spartan.com slash podcast and subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you watch, and we'll come pick up your junk. <laughs> if it's in the trunk. This episode of Spartan Up is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Ensure your body gets the nutrition it needs. Athletic Greens has a special offer for our listeners. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash spartan and then when you place your order, they'll send you a free travel pack with 20 individually wrapped packets. That's a free offer just for our listeners. Thanks for listening to another epic story of success. If you like our show, be sure to tell your friends about it. We want to hear from you. Just leave us a comment below if you're watching on YouTube. Or if you're listening, go to Twitter and find us at SpartanUpPod or Instagram at SpartanUpPodcast and let us know what you think. Then go subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to our show. Spartan Up is brought to you by Spartan Race. To find a race near you, visit Spartan.com. <laughs>